Look, Bumble knows you're exhausted by dating. All the, must not take yourself too seriously, and 6-1 since that matters, and what do I even say other than, hey? <sighs> well, that's why they're introducing an all-new Bumble. With exciting features to make compatibility easier, starting the chat better, and dating safer. They've changed, so you don't have to. Download the new Bumble now. Hello there. We're live. Yeah, it is a couple minutes early. Um, the time has been a little strange. This episode is brought to you by Reese's Peanut Butter Cups. In breaking news, leading scientists worldwide are conducting experiments to determine if Reese's Peanut Butter Cups are the perfect combination of peanut butter and chocolate. However, it appears the study was inconclusive, as the scientists couldn't help but eat all the Reese's. Because when you want something sweet, you can't do better than Reese's. Find Reese's now at a store near you. Because it was supposed to be earlier today, but then I had to move it to a little bit later just because it's such a busy day. There are only a few hours before Thanksgiving starts and uh, my family and I have been running around all morning trying to get things done and I have some things to do after this. So I thought we'll start a little early. A lot of people hopefully will watch it on. Another day is here and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. Replay. So shout out to everyone watching on replay. If you're watching live, hello. Probably not too many people live. And if you're listening on the podcast, well, I hope you're doing well. Um, if this is your first time here, my name is Brent. This is American English with this guy. And today you are going to learn a lot about Thanksgiving. Now here in the United States, we don't call it American Thanksgiving. We just say Thanksgiving. I think if you're in Canada, they might call it American Thanksgiving. Canada does have their own Thanksgiving too. It's about six weeks before the American Thanksgiving. We just call it Thanksgiving. So um, I think I have about 23 slides we'll talk about. Some will take a little longer than others. I'll have a few stories to share. Alina, how are you? Hey, I do want to talk about, um, it's not on the screen anymore, but Mega became a member again. So before I have to do this, before we go too far. New member. Make sure you check the members tab for the discord, the members chat and the bonus videos. Yeah. So we have a, a discord server for members. Actually, I have a couple questions today from the discord server, but yeah, if you want a little extra English, check that out. Check me out on Instagram too. I've been posting a lot this morning about some of the places I have been for Thanksgiving. One place was Walmart. We needed cranberry sauce. That's one of the slides. So let's get right into this. That's not the first slide. 
this is the first slide. It just says Thanksgiving. It says Thanksgiving right there. And you can see, if you're watching on YouTube, a couple turkeys there. Turkey. We're going to talk a lot about turkey today. And then in the middle, there is um, what looks like a pilgrim. I can make that a little bit bigger. And we're going to talk about pilgrims too. We're going to go over a little bit of the history of Thanksgiving, or at least what students are told in their classrooms about Thanksgiving. I'm not sure how much of that is true, but there is the Thanksgiving slide. And the next slide is something that I like to call the three F's of Thanksgiving. And that would be food, family, and football. We're going to talk a lot about food in this English lesson. We'll talk quite a bit about family. We won't talk all that much about football. So let me talk about that right now. And when I say football, you might call it American football. But if you can see that slide right there, all the way to the right, yeah, that's the kind of football we're talking about right there. So every Thanksgiving in the afternoon, there are football games on. And one team that always plays is the Dallas Cowboys. Another team that always plays is the Detroit Lions. And it's been a tradition probably for close to 50, 60 years that there is football on the TV while people are enjoying their Thanksgiving. So football is a big part of Thanksgiving for a lot of families. Not all families, but a lot of families. The next slide right there. Getting into a little bit of the history of Thanksgiving, we have pilgrims. Okay. And you can see the way they're dressed. They have those hats. The men wear those hats. They have a belt buckle on their hat. It's probably not a belt buckle, but we will talk more about belt buckles later on after the food. But if you can see that little, we might call him a, a little figurine. He might go on a table for Thanksgiving, but you can see he's got a little buckle on his hat. It looks almost like a belt buckle. Well, back in the early 1600s, we, we might say the year 1620, there were some people who came from Europe. Okay, They came from England to be specific. And we call them pilgrims. I don't know if they called themselves pilgrims, but they came to the new world. That's what we call it. North America and South America. Even though there were Native Americans living here, we'll talk about them in a minute, but pilgrims came here. They had a pretty rough go. It's I don't know if you know, but it's cold where I live. So I live in Maine. The pilgrims came just a little south of where I live to a place called Massachusetts. Massachusetts. That's the state that Boston is in. If you've ever heard of that town, well, they came to a place we now call Plymouth, Plymouth, Massachusetts, and it was cold. They had a rough go. There were some people that died because they came over here and they starved and they froze. 
Well, they came over on a ship called the Mayflower. A lot of uh, kids in school are taught about the Mayflower. That's the ship that the pilgrims sailed on to get here to the new world. And they were having such a difficult time that one year, I don't know what year after 1620 when they arrived, some Native Americans helped them out. So children are taught in school that the first Thanksgiving in North America, it wasn't the United States yet, was when the pilgrims, and sometimes you will hear them called Indians, but we know now that Indians live in the country of India. So that group of people who were here before Europeans came are known as Native Americans. Sometimes they are known by their tribe. If you know the tribe, you could say the tribe, the, the Cherokee or the Passamaquoddy, that's, or the Wabanaki. Those are the Wabanaki and the Passamaquoddy are two of the most famous tribes near where I live. But Native Americans and pilgrims sitting down to have lunch is what's known as the first Thanksgiving. Now, how much of that is true, I don't know. I'm just saying what we're taught in school isn't always the truth. And if you know anything about American history, well, when Europeans came to the New World, they weren't always so nice to Native Americans, which is why there are not as many Native Americans today as there once was. So Native Americans, and that is some very typical, maybe even stereotypical, hang on, maybe stereotypical dress for Native Americans. Not all Native Americans would dress like that. But I think when you ask a lot of Americans, what does a Native American look like? They might say something like that. And that little structure right next to the person, we call that structure teepee. So that's a little history of what students are taught when they're young about Thanksgiving. Again, is it a myth? How much of that is actually true? I don't know. But let's get to some present day stuff when we talk about Thanksgiving. To some, Thanksgiving is the beginning of of the holiday season. And in the United States, right at the end of the year, we have quite a few major holidays. If you ask some people, maybe myself, I would say that Halloween is the start of the holiday season. Halloween was just a few weeks ago. We celebrated Halloween on October 31st. But some people say it's Thanksgiving. So Thanksgiving is tomorrow in this country. And then not too long after that, there are three kind of religious holidays. One is called Kwanzaa, maybe not so religious, but some Americans celebrate a holiday called Kwanzaa at the end of December. Some Americans will celebrate a holiday called Hanukkah towards the beginning of December and other Americans, 
will celebrate Christmas at the end of December. So you have Thanksgiving, three other holidays, and the holiday season usually ends with New Year's Eve, which in this country, and I think most countries around the world, will be on January 1st. I know if you live in Iran, the calendar is a little different. I think a couple other countries too, maybe Afghanistan. And I know in China, there's also a, another holiday for the new year. But I think most of us in the world recognize January 1st as a holiday to celebrate the new year. So Thanksgiving is often the beginning of the holiday season. Let me just check the chat to see who's here. Hey, Franklin, how are you? Sita, so glad you could make it. How are you? Hey, Moscow is is in the house. Welcome, welcome. Russia is definitely in the house. Look at that. Alina, how are you? Constantine is here. Marco, how are you? Welcome, everybody. Welcome. And uh, Linda said she could not join us right now, but I want to say hey to Linda. Watching on replay, I'm sure. We were speaking on the Discord server. And she said that uh, she and her daughter will sometimes, maybe every year, celebrate American Thanksgiving. Or like I said, in the United States, we just say Thanksgiving. Thanksgiving. And um, Amina stopped by a little earlier to say hello. So hello, everyone. All right, let's continue on with the lesson. Wait, wait, hang on. Linda is here. Hey, how are you? Hey, France is here. What's up, Danny? Happy Thanksgiving to all of you who celebrate it. On my Instagram, I did put up a poll. Do you celebrate Thanksgiving? I think 11% of the people who answered said yes. So most people around the world, I guess, do not celebrate Thanksgiving. I guess if you really like the United States, you might. Or if you live in the United States, you might. With that, what? Whatchamacallit? Oh, Constantine. Not part of the Thanksgiving lesson, but since Constantine is a member, we will make an exception. His question is, please explain what whatchamacallit means and how do you use it? Um, A couple months ago, I think I did a lesson on silly words in English, and I think this was one of them. That along with thingamajig thingamajig the way we use whatchamacallit is when we don't know the name of something for instance that's probably most of us know this is a mug or a cup but if you forgot the english word for this you can say uh oh, this uh you know this thingamajig whatever you call it this we we often use it for little things that we don't know the name of yeah, so uh, that little thingamajig, that little thingamajig. Um, sometimes when there's like a little button on something, you might say, ah, can you can you just push that thingamajig, whatever that's called? Yeah. Hope that's hope that helps. Ah, and Korea's in the house. Stacy, hope you're doing well. Oh, we don't want to get Sita in trouble. She's at work. Yeah, I knew this would not be a great time for a lot of people. It's in the middle of the work day. If you live in North and South America, if you're watching from India, I know Mega 
is uh, maybe watching on replay. It's really late. Korea, isn't it really late for you? So I'm sorry to be going so late. Maybe in Europe, it's not too bad, but hey, Radu, how are you? Any is here. Hey, welcome, welcome. All right, back to the lesson. We got something here. So it is the beginning of the holiday season for a lot of people. And Thanksgiving, I think it was Linda I was talking to in the Discord, thought that at one time, she thought that it was just a day to eat food. And then she realized that, yes, food is important. We will get to that in a minute. But it is also a day to pause, to stop, and think about what you are thankful for. Sometimes at the dinner table, while people are having their Thanksgiving dinner, people might express that out loud. Like, I am thankful for... And if you look at those pictures, it might be their health. A lot of people are thankful for their health on Thanksgiving if they're healthy. They also might be thankful for their family if they are um, thankful for anything. On Thanksgiving, health and family are two of the most common things to be thankful for. A lot of times people are just thankful for having some food, some good food to eat, often with their family. Maybe they got some football on the TV in the background. Oh, Mega is here? Hey, Mega. Glad you can make it. So so not as late as I thought. 10.02, I guess it is there. The significance of Thanksgiving is encap- encapsulated in the beauty of the delicious turkey. Oh, We will get to that turkey. That's a really good sentence. I'm going to read that again. The significance, so the importance of Thanksgiving. The significance of Thanksgiving is encapsulated in the beauty of the delicious turkey. (laughs) That's true. That's true. We're getting to that turkey. We're getting to that turkey. All right, so Sita will not get in trouble. That's good to know. That's good to know. Anywat is a night owl. Ooh, I'm an early bird. I was up at 5 a.m. this morning getting ready to go to Walmart. If you check my Instagram, I put some pictures up of Walmart. Jamie and I went really early this morning to beat the crowd, to get all of our shopping done for Thanksgiving, to get back here. All right. 7.30 in Russia. Not too bad. Okay. Let's get to some more studying here. The next one, cornucopia, cornucopia. So if you look in the middle of this slide, there is that thing. Maybe it looks almost like a basket. We might call this a woven basket, but its shape lets us know this is a cornucopia. Not an easy word to say cornucopia. So a cornucopia is often paired with Thanksgiving and it is often full of stuff. And you can see this cornucopia is full of fruit. So also you might hear cornucopia when there is a lot of something. So you can say, wow, there is a cornucopia of candy in my house. 
So it's just like a lot of it. But that I think you only hear that like the actual cornucopia with Thanksgiving. So that's why I wanted to include it in the slide. And it is tough to say. So cornucopia, cornucopia, cornucopia. Argentina is in the house. Welcome. Welcome. The next slide is what I am doing this year with Jamie. We are hosting Thanksgiving. We are hosting Thanksgiving. So if you host Thanksgiving, that means it's at your house. So for the first time ever, I think Jamie and I are hosting Thanksgiving. So what that means is that my mom will come to my house. My brother, his wife, and his son will come to my house for Thanksgiving. My sister, her husband, their son will come to my house for Thanksgiving. I think my brother-in-law's mom will come to my house for Thanksgiving. My brother-in-law's mom is my sister's mother-in-law. That's pretty difficult. And then maybe one of my friends from high school, he might come to my house. We'll see. Linda, Linda, thank you so much for the super chat. I got a little something for you here. Hey, thank you so much for the super chat. Yeah, that is so nice, Linda. I think you gave one last week too. So thank you so much. It does help with the channel. Helps pay for some some of the streaming software that I'm using, new cameras, stuff like that. So thank you so much. I also have to pay for this, um, this streaming software. I get a little discount, but thank you so much. I appreciate that. I am thankful for your super chat. Thank you so much. Hosting Thanksgiving. So that means that's why I'm so busy this year. It used to be at my sister's house. She used to host Thanksgiving, but, and she only lives or she lived about 15 minutes from me. So it was really easy to get to her house. But this fall, she sold her house and now she's living in a different town in an apartment. So she's waiting to buy another house this spring. So they moved to a different city. She does. She only has a small apartment, so it wouldn't be a good place to host like maybe 15 people for Thanksgiving. So that's why everyone is coming to my house and I need to clean up my house, get it all ready for um, Thanksgiving. Luckily, I don't have to cook the turkey. We're getting to food. Trust me. My mom is cooking the turkey and she will bring it to my house. My mom doesn't live too far from me. Oftentimes on Thanksgiving, different generations will get together, different generations. So what that means is that my generation is my brother and my sister. So your siblings, they are about the same age. The generation older than me is my mom 
and my father when he was alive, my uncles, my aunts, that's the next generation above me. Two generations above me would be my grandparents and their brothers and sisters. And the generation below me are my children and my nephews and my nieces. So different generations will get together. I do not have any grandchildren yet. My kids are too young for having their own kids. So no grandchildren for me yet, but that would be the generation, two generations below mine. So any of the grandchildren, and you want channel member has a question. Hey, Faith, how are you? I'm curious about who hosts the Thanksgiving party in your family. If you have a brother, sister, and parents who live in another place, look at that. I didn't even know you would ask that question, but I already answered it. Yeah. So I am lucky. My family, we all live really close. The people, well, so my side of the family, the people that I am related to, they all live really close. Now, Jamie's family, her side of the family, they all live in the Southern part of the United States. Sometimes we call it the American South. So I think most of them live in the state of Alabama. So her side of the family mostly lives in Alabama. So we don't get to see them for Thanksgiving very often. It's been a little while. Thanksgiving is often a very busy time to travel in the United States. Like today, Wednesday, the Wednesday before Thanksgiving is one of the busiest travel days in the United States. But if you have to travel really far, the vacation for Thanksgiving usually goes from Wednesday, if you're lucky, until Sunday. If people are going to travel to see family or friends a really far distance, like from Maine, where I live in the northern part of the United States, to the southern part, they might save that travel for Christmas. Not all Americans celebrate Christmas, but most Americans will have quite a bit of vacation time during the Christmas season to New Year's. So sometimes it can be two weeks for Christmas, especially for teachers like my wife and I. So I hope that helps. If it's correct English, it would be like my wife and me. I usually goes the beginning of a sentence. Me usually goes at the end. If you are just joining us, I did start a little early. I have a lot to do to get ready because I am hosting Thanksgiving this year. My sister usually hosts Thanksgiving, but she is in between houses right now. So she sold her house. She's waiting to buy another house. And right now she's living in a very small apartment, not a good place to host Thanksgiving. Thank you for the question. Any what? Right. Back Nightbot. Come on, man. Marco isn't spamming. Come on. Come on. Alex, how are you, my friend? Hope all is well. All right. Let's get back to the lesson. J. 
generations is where we ended. The next slide is meal preparation, or you might hear this called meal prep, meal prep, but somebody has to prepare the meal. So prepare is the verb preparation is the noun. So a big part of Thanksgiving is meal preparation. Now in my family, because I do have a brother and a sister and a mother, we're each responsible for different parts of the meal. So my mother always cooks the turkey. And she told me this morning, I saw her this morning, she has a 22-pound turkey. So I don't know what that is in kilograms, but a 22-pound turkey, I guess, is pretty big. It will feed a whole lot of people. And we should have leftovers. We'll get to leftovers in a little bit. But a big part of Thanksgiving is preparing that meal, meal preparation. Now, if you see my slide right here, I mean, that looks all very healthy. And in a minute, when we talk about the actual food, we will find out that uh, Thanksgiving is, is actually not that healthy. Not a good time to be on a diet if you are celebrating Thanksgiving. The next slide is the star of the show. We can't forget about that. It's been mentioned a couple times. My mom will be making it. It's the turkey. The turkey is the star of the show for Thanksgiving. It is the main dish. So when I say star of the show, it comes from show business. It comes from like a movie. So just a couple days ago, I watched a movie called The Jungle Cruise. At least that's what we call it in English. And The Rock and Ellen, Emily Blunt, they are the stars of that movie. So they're, they're the main people of that movie. Yeah, for Thanksgiving dinner, the turkey. The turkey is the star of the show. So if you are a, oh, okay, 10 kilograms. That's what it is for, thank you. Thank you, LIS. Good to see you here. Benvenuto, benvenuto, or benvenuta. Um, welcome. So that I think that's a big turkey. Yeah, my mom said uh, yeah, it's a big one this year. Yeah, I Marco, don't worry about it. Nightbot needs to chill, chill, right, Cecilia? Just Nightbot, chill out, man, chill out. I need to get rid of him, Nightbot. Sometimes he or she helps out. Sometimes they're just a pain in the butt. That's a that's a term you can use when something bothers you. Nightbot can be a pain in the butt. All right. Radu says a 22 pound turkey is huge. I'll find out tomorrow. Maybe. Yeah. Follow me on Instagram. And it's a lot easier to post quick things on Instagram. I'll, I'll post a picture of our turkey tomorrow. Yeah. Linda, I agree. It's never, it's always hard to be on a diet, isn't it? So it's just, I, I want to try to find time to be on a diet and then just good food just finds my plate. So it's, it's hard. It's hard. So the star of the show is the turkey, but oh, hang on. This is a new one. Tryptophan. Not sure if anybody knows about tryptophan, but has anybody heard that? 
it's probably something similar in your language if you've ever heard of it. But there is a, hey, I'm on. How are you? Glad you can make it. Glad you can make it. Good to see you here. There is a, what would we call it? Not an element, but there is something in Turkey called tryptophan. Okay. Apparently it's, 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 why can I not think of the English name for there's something in Turkey. Okay. Called tryptophan. And some people think that eating Turkey makes you sleepy because of the tryptophan that's in Turkey. Now I've heard both stories. I've heard that yes, there's tryptophan in Turkey, but that is not why you are sleepy after the Thanksgiving meal. You're sleepy because you've eaten so much. And so your body is losing all of its energy to try to digest the food. I don't know what to believe, but I do know often after I eat a big Thanksgiving meal, I do feel sleepy. So a lot of the, a lot of times after people eat that Thanksgiving meal, they will go to the couch, maybe fall asleep during the football game because of the tryptophan that is in Turkey. So I thought that might be a new one for you. Tryptophan. The next one, famished. Oftentimes I do not eat breakfast on Thanksgiving. I want to be really hungry when Thanksgiving dinner or lunch rolls around. Most of the time we will eat Thanksgiving dinner at about one or two o'clock in the afternoon. So it's a late lunch or an early dinner. So by the time we are ready to eat, I am really hungry. And another way to say really hungry is I am famished. I'm famished. I'm actually famished right now. Wait, what? It's an ostrich. What's an ostrich? We don't, I've, I've never eaten ostrich if ever, I don't think. Oh, because it's so big because it's so big. Oh, I gotcha. I gotcha. It took me a second. It took me a second. Oh, so it seems like, um, learn Italian with song might have some young children. All right. Well, get your learning in while you can. I know it's difficult with children. I've been there before. Now, here's my favorite, the side dishes. So oftentimes, I say oftentimes a lot. I say oftentimes often. A lot of times, we'll have the turkey, but then the side dishes are the things that go along with the turkey. You might have corn. You might have potatoes. Those are very popular side dishes. You might also have rolls. Rolls. That's the bread that you have with Thanksgiving. Not biscuits. We have rolls. Maybe I'll take a picture of rolls tomorrow. But my mom said that she is bringing the turkey and rolls tomorrow. So most of, like Jamie and I, will be making side dishes. I think my brother and sisters will be making side dishes as well. Let's get to another uh, couple side dishes here. And that would be my favorite casserole. 
I'm not sure if this is a new word for you, but a casserole is pretty much, what can you have? You can have macaroni casserole. You can have sweet potato casserole. I'm actually making corn casserole. And often, I almost said oftentimes, often they will be topped with cheese. You see that right there? The picture of that casserole, it is topped with cheese. The two main ingredients for a casserole are usually butter and cheese. And you can almost throw anything in the pot that you want and you can call it a casserole. For instance, I am making a corn casserole. So what I do is I have It's called whole kernel corn, whole kernel corn, cream corn, put that into a baking dish, put in some sour cream. Sour cream is also a very popular ingredient for casseroles, butter, mix it all together, top it with cheese. There's a little cornmeal in there as well. That's a corn casserole. Yeah, casserole, you can have green bean casserole. Pretty much any kind of food you can think of, you can make a casserole out of it. Tuna casserole, chicken casserole. Yeah, yeah, casserole. If you're not familiar with that English term, it can be pretty much anything, and it's always a side dish. Well, sometimes people have it for the main dish too, but not usually on Thanksgiving. Hmm. Looking through the chat here. This is your brain on food. Oh, it says tryptophan is good for brain health. All right. It's good to know. Yeah, tryptophan, I don't know if it makes you sleepy or not, but it's in Turkey, I guess. All right. Um, Radu is wondering, are your siblings older than you? No, I am the oldest. So I am the oldest sibling. My sister is two years younger than me. And my brother is five and a half years younger than me. China is in the house. Welcome. Welcome. Looks like, I think Daniel's here. Everybody's saying hi to Daniel. So let me say hi to Daniel from Brazil. He is a channel member. Gotta say, hey, I think that's two weeks in a row, Daniel. I know he's very busy, but welcome. And Romania is in the house too. Casserole. Love them. Love them. Oh, hey, Radu, we're going to be getting, we'll be getting to leftovers in a little bit. Don't you worry. The next one, cranberry sauce. This is a must have for Thanksgiving. Cranberry sauce. For instance, this morning I mentioned, I went to Walmart. I had to get all the food. Jamie and I went and guess what? When we went to Walmart, didn't have any cranberry sauce. We had to go to another store, but it's so important. What we do with cranberry sauce is you can mix it with some of the side dishes. For instance, my wife makes a chicken casserole. I love putting in a couple slices of cranberry sauce and it makes it tart. That's the adjective we can describe when you use cranberry sauce. Cranberries are tart. 
So if you know what cranberry is in English, they don't look like that, but we have something called cranberry sauce. I'm not sure if that is popular around the world, but it does come in slices and you can see that t-shirt. I need to get that t-shirt. Um, it usually comes in a can. I did, there will be a picture of cranberry sauce on Instagram if it's not there already, because I did take a picture of cranberry sauce. I had to see if I, I don't know if this will work, but this is my picture for cranberry sauce. Can you see it? So you can't make it bigger, but it, it comes in a can and I, and it's a little bright. I promise this will be on Instagram. If it's not there already, it comes in a can and it is so good. It makes almost every side dish a little better. Take a couple slices of cranberry sauce, stick it in your side dish, mix it up. Lovely. Bon appetit. We even, I know that's French, but we even say that in English. It's going to be good eating. I promise. I promise. Promise. What is that? Fish? Cedar? I guess she might be asking uh, what uh, I did say tuna. So that is a type of fish, but they uh, Sita and Linda might be having a different conversation. Mega. Good question here, sir. Why do you have to put your everyday food in a refrigerator? Oh, when the weather is so cold. Oh, that's a good question. Okay. If you've never lived in a, uh, a cold place, the problem is, is that you really can't regulate the temperature. You can't keep the temperature at the temperature you want it. For instance, at night, let's say I left, um, I left some water outside. Like, Hey, this is going to stay cool. Well, at night it might freeze. It gets so cold here that it actually might freeze. But then if you leave meat outside in the daytime, it might be too warm and it might spoil. So there are some people and, um, Maybe if you live in a place like Russia or Romania, you might know this, but if you drink alcohol and you have a party, a lot of times people will bring their alcohol, maybe a beer, and they will stick it in the snow. And that'll be fine for that party, especially if it's at night or whatever. But yeah, any type of food that might spoil, it's a little dangerous leaving it outside. Sometimes, it's a little too warm, but my garage where we keep our car, it does get a little cold. So if the fridge fills up, if there is no room in the fridge, sometimes we will stick some food in the garage to keep it cool, but not for too long. It actually, you know, will stay fresh longer if you put it in the refrigerator, but sometimes right around Thanksgiving, the fridge is very full. Last week, Jamie said to everybody, she said, hey, let's eat up what is in the fridge. Okay. There's an English phrasal verb there. Let's eat up what's in the fridge before we buy any more food so we can make room for Thanksgiving. So you need a lot of room in your refrigerator for Thanksgiving. So good. Alex knows what cranberry sauce is. That is good. That is good. You know what, Radu? The question is, do Americans use cranberry sauce a lot? 
maple syrup for the win. So cranberry sauce for me is associated with holidays and almost always with Thanksgiving. Sometimes my family, we celebrate Christmas, sometimes with Christmas, but always with Thanksgiving for sure. Cranberry sauce. Yeah. If you've never had it, it is very tart. I'm sorry, Constantine. Get some food. I need to eat lunch after this. So oh, it's it's 12 o'clock where I live right now. So I understand. I understand. Look at this. Radu, perishable food. Let's talk about that. Thanks for mentioning that. Perishable foods have to be stored carefully all the time. Perishable food, that's another way to say food that will go bad. We sometimes say that or food that will spoil. For instance, milk. Everybody knows milk, right? It's, I know it's not a food, but it's, it's perishable. It's perishable. So it needs to be refrigerated. If you leave milk out for any length of time, you could get sick. You could get sick. So be careful. Oh no, Alina. Do you like the snow? In the members discord, we often have discussions, not arguments. We're all very cordial in there. We're all very respectful, but I don't think Luke is here, but Luke and I are team summer. We, we love summer. And uh, Maria, I know she's team winter. She likes it when it's cold. I think Amina might be team winter too. Yeah. I, I don't like winter. I don't like winter. Oh no. I don't know what that means but a certain type of S. Yeah, Cecilia is more of a linguist than I am. I don't know what that means, but thank you. Thank you. I'm glad you like the way I pronounce that S sound. All right, back to the lesson. What's the next one here? Drumstick. Drumstick. So if you can picture a turkey, I had a picture of it in an oven not too long ago. The things on the side that look like that picture that's a fried drumstick, by the way, probably chicken, but we call those things drumsticks. So it could be, you know, I got a, I got a drum set behind me. It could be what you play the drums with a drumstick, or it could be the two things on the side of the Turkey. There are only two. And so a lot of times people who get the drumstick are extra thankful on Thanksgiving. They might say, hey, is, is anybody going to eat that drumstick? I'd like a drumstick. So, and, and in English, we say dark meat and white meat. So the drumstick would be considered dark meat. And then the chicken breast would be considered white meat or, or turkey for Thanksgiving. Exactly. A lot like KFC, Kentucky Fried Chicken. Drumstick is the next one. Now, this is a big debate in the United States, stuffing or dressing. Now, earlier on Instagram, I put a lot of pictures of how some Americans will buy their dressing or stuffing. So this is a side dish. And if it is stuffing or dressing, they're both made mostly from cornbread or cornmeal, and they have a lot of spices on them. 
One very popular spice would be sage. But some people will actually stuff the turkey with a mixture that looks like that. Or it could be a little softer than that. But some people will mix chicken broth with those little, we might call those breadcrumbs or cubes of bread or maybe even croutons, those might be called. And it is a side dish, but some people will stuff it in the turkey and keep it in there while it bakes. And some people will not stuff it in the turkey. If you live in the South, you probably call that stuff dressing. And it's my responsibility in my family. I make the dressing. I make the dressing. I make it a little bit different from other people in my family because I did spend some time in the South. And I think my dressing is better than their stuffing. But my brother, he really likes stuffing. And so he'll make his own stuffing, usually from stovetop. Check out my Instagram because I did take a picture of what stovetop dressing it, stovetop stuffing it's actually, stovetop stuffing somewhere. Yeah, check the Instagram. There are pictures of it. So it's a big debate. If you're from the South in the United States, you probably call it dressing. If you live in the North where I live, it's probably stuffing. And there's a little difference, but just know if you ever go to Thanksgiving at a house in the United States, there might be a little debate, which is better dressing or stuffing. I like, I like dressing my brother. He likes stuffing. So check that out. It's so good though. Do you know why? I know it looks like it's mostly bread and spices, but I'll tell you what makes it the best butter, lots and lots of butter. Yeah. That's mostly what makes food good in the United States butter. If you don't know how to make something, just put a lot of butter in it and it'll probably be good. Butter, sour cream, all the bad stuff. It'll be good. Next one. You might overeat. You might overeat at Thanksgiving and you can see that person. They are holding their belly because they are stuffed. They ate too much. So a lot of times when you're done, you might say, Woof, I ate too much. I am stuffed. I am stuffed. That's different from stuffing, different from stuffing, but it's basically like you stuffed too much food into your belly. I should do a whole English lesson on the word stuff because uh, it can be a little bit tricky. Hey, yes, Americans eat lots of butter, lots of butter, butter. If you're from New York, you might say butter. You don't pronounce the R at the end, butter. Smooth like butter. I think I made a, I think I made an English lesson on butter not too long ago. Maybe last year, maybe last year. All right, Radu, I heard many people saying that American food is generally unhealthy. Do you believe that characterization is fair, Brent? Um, yeah, I live it every day. 
I probably don't eat enough salad. Probably don't eat enough good stuff. Like Linda said, it's hard to be on a diet. That's for sure. That's for sure. Overeat. A lot of times you can wear sweatpants to Thanksgiving dinner. Now, right now I'm wearing a sweatshirt. So if you see the material that I'm wearing, that's what pants are made out of. And we call them sweatpants. And I do want to teach you another term, which is elastic waistband. So this is not an elastic waistband, but if you know the word waste, waste, um, how is it spelled? It's not like, it's not like this, which is another way to say trash. W a S T E. It's another way to say trash. Like, Oh, after Thanksgiving, you might have a lot of waste, which you will need to throw away. No, this is a different spelling that's spelled like this waste. I'm going to point. I think you can see that. You see that, that that's the person's waist. It's right in the middle of their body, right above the belt. Well, you can have an elastic waistband, which means it's like rubber. And so if your stomach gets too big after you eat Thanksgiving dinner, sweatpants with an elastic waistband, it's a great piece of clothing to have because you, you know that your belly is going to expand from all the food expand. It gets bigger. So it would be wise to wear sweatpants to Thanksgiving dinner. Sometimes Americans will dress up for Thanksgiving, which means wear fancy clothes. But at my family in my family, we're pretty casual. We're pretty cash. You can show up in sweatpants if you want, because we know we will be eating. And as Linda says, it's comfy another way to say comfortable. Yeah, it's very comfy to wear sweatpants. If you know you're going to be eating a lot, put those sweatpants on right before Thanksgiving dinner. Or if you're hosting Thanksgiving, which is what I'm doing, I might wear jeans for the meal. And then I might excuse myself to my room and then put on some sweatpants. Yeah. I don't think I will. I don't, I don't, I try not to eat too much. I try not to feel too bloated. That's another way, Radu. It's another way you can say you're very full. You're very bloated. If my face was bloated, I'm puffing out my cheeks. More English phrasal verbs. Puffing out. If you're watching or if you're listening on the podcast, I'm sorry. You have no idea what I just did. But I appreciate you listening on the podcast. Hello to everybody watching on replay. And of course, if you're watching live, thanks so much. You make the lesson more enjoyable. I get to talk with someone. It's a lot better than filming on my own. I get to see some uh, funny things that are said in the chat and often some things that actually help me out. Comfy. I never would have talked about that word. Bloated. Thank you. Awesome stuff. The next one. Oh, I'm on.
great question. What's the difference between comfy and cozy? A lot of times those words are used the same, like in the same sentence. So, oh, it feels so comfy and cozy in here. Um, th- so there might not be a difference. There might not be a difference. Um, but comfy is short for comfortable. But I'm going to describe a cozy room, which I would not say is comfy. A bed. Like if a bed is really comfortable, you could you could call it cozy. I'm sorry. You could call it comfy. I should probably make an English lesson on this. This is a tough one. So the bed can be comfy. But when you get into the bed and you pull the covers over you, you might feel cozy. So think about this room. Maybe you have a fire going in the fireplace. You have a fire going. You have a comfy couch to sit on. Maybe it's snowing outside. Maybe the lights are on really low. That sounds like a cozy room to me. Cozy. So definitely a a good video I could make. What's the difference between comfy and cozy? Again, sometimes there is no difference. Sometimes it's just based on the way you feel. So yeah, good one. Good question. I hope I answered that. All right. Um, is Thanksgiving celebrated all over the United States? Yes, I do think that it is celebrated all over the United States. Radu, I wonder if you are from Russia, because I know in Russia, at least maybe Ukraine as well, Belarus, um, pancakes are a symbol of good luck. So I love pancakes. And uh, yes, I do eat them quite often, but not during the week because pancakes usually take some time to prepare. So I usually get something a little quicker Monday through Friday when I have to work. But all right, let's get back to this. If you uh, have eaten too much, you might have to loosen your belt buckle. So if you can't change into those sweatpants, you might have to loosen your belt buckle. And you see that little metal part there? That's the belt buckle. And ooh, the little holes that are on a belt, we often call them notches, okay? Notches. So you might have to loosen a notch in your belt buckle. And that is the way we spell notch. So those little holes on a belt, they're called notches. But if you forget it, what it's called, you can just say, oh, there's some holes on the belt. We'll know what you're talking about. But if you want to be fancy, you can say notches, notches. Loosen your belt buckle. Now, my favorite my favorite is leftovers, leftovers. And that is when you can't finish your Thanksgiving meal. There is still food on the table. A lot of times what will happen is everybody will grab some containers. We often call them Tupperware containers. They're plastic containers that you can take the food, bring it home with you if you're not hosting Thanksgiving, 
and then eat it the next day. Those are leftovers. And a lot of times, the food for Thanksgiving will taste even better the next day. Taste even better the next day. We we often have uh, leftovers for days. So Thanksgiving is on Thursday. A lot of times we'll have leftovers until Saturday or Sunday. Got to make room in the fridge. Uh, okay. A bellini. All right. I think that's a, a word we use in English sometimes too. Thinner. Is it a thinner pancake? A bellini. And is it often filled with maybe fruit or something? A bellini? Oh, yeah. Americans eat leftovers all the time. Again, I think they're better the next day. It's become a little more dry. You know, some of the water has evaporated from the food, becomes a little dry. You can add chicken broth to make it taste a little better. When you warm it up in the microwave, oh my gosh, a lot of English phrasal verbs right there. A lot of English phrasal verbs. And this is my least favorite. It's the cleanup. It's the cleanup. But you can see in that slide, the dishwasher. If you have a dishwasher, that's that middle one right there, that looks like a cup that's in the rack of a dishwasher. We call that part the rack. I do think you can see my cursor here. So in the middle, that red cup is on the bottom rack of the dishwasher, I think. No, it might be the top rack. So there's usually a, a top rack and a bottom rack in the dishwasher. And then this person is washing the dishes by hand in a sink. So you might have a dishwasher or you might have to wash them by hand is the term that we would use. And that might be a dish brush right there. That yellow thing by that yellow cup, we would call that a dish brush. I think that is the last slide. We made it. We made it till the end. Yeah. Can you see that? The, I hope you did. I hope you did. When I was on that other page, I just can't see myself. But that uh, might call it a cursor pointer. Yeah. Well, I've got to go. I have some very important things I need to do to get the house ready for Thanksgiving. Right now, my, my wife, Jamie, is getting stuff ready for Thanksgiving. My son might be helping out. My daughter is actually at work right now. She works at a bakery, so she's not helping out, but she's working hard. So thank you so much, everyone. Channel members, thank you all. I'm on. I'm glad you could stop by. Cecilia, Linda, thank you for the super chat. Thank you, anyone who subscribed to the channel. You know, Hit the like button, all that stuff. Follow me on Instagram for some more Thanksgiving things on Instagram. All right. I hope you all have a Constantine. Thank you. Thank you all. We will see you later. I got, I would rather stay here and talk with all of you, but I, I got, I got stuff to do. I need to help Jamie out. All right. Thank you all. I will see you hopefully this weekend for another English lesson. Adios amigos.